0: Hey guys, it's Courtney. I wanted to tell you about a free download that we have for you before we get into the episode. If you are looking for ways to keep your goals visible in 2023, we've got a great download that you can utilize and it's totally free. You can get it at fullfocus.co slash downloads. Just look for the 2023 goals download. Now to the show. I've always wanted to say that.
1: Hi right, guys. So today we're talking about the messy middle. What is a messy moment that you can reflect back on and think about and maybe even how you worked through that if you did, indeed work through it.
0: Yeah, I feel like I almost always have a messy middle on most goals, but I think probably for me it's more pronounced when it's a habit goal. Is that true for you too like?
2: It can be. I can be. I, I I mean I feel maybe I'm just more messy than the average bear. (laughs) Uh, I feel like any any goal is going to come with a a moment where there's an unexpected setback that's hard to deal with that makes you want to go, okay, can I even do this?
0: Yeah. I guess I traditionally, I always think of it usually when I'm pursuing like something, I want to say athletically, and that seems so weird to say, but you know, like when I'm riding in a challenge group and I am in the middle of the challenge and it gets hard because I don't want to wake up at 5am. It just, it, it's like, you feel it so physically. Like I do not want to move. You know, it just, it, it, your body is encompassing the idea of the messy middle, but I think you're right. I think there's always a time With any goal, because of the risky nature, if you're setting smarter goals, that you're going to have those moments where you either don't know the right next step, or you're stuck, or you're just not motivated anymore.
1: That's a good point about habit goals, just because of the nature of, I think the length of time that it takes to get to the point where you want to be, or when you consider that Mm -hmm. thing accomplished or installed, is like along the way when you actually feel yourself asking the question... Why the heck am I doing this? Yes. You know that you've arrived at the messy middle because you're, you're far enough into it to where you had that initial burst of momentum and energy to get it going. And then when you start to feel that grind, it's like, man, why, why did I want to do this in the first place? Which is yeah. a good question to ask yourself.
0: Well, and it's, it's usually at that point where it's too far to go back. Right. You're like, I've actually already I've already invested in this. I don't at this moment doesn't feel super exciting to move forward, but I also don't want to lose the progress that I've had. I will say this: I don't know what this says about me when it comes to like <laughs> um sports or working out. If I get to the messy middle, it's time for new gear.
1: <laughs> to encourage All yourself along the way, yeah, a
0: new pair of shoes, and I am right back with it, guys. That's. You know, a hundred and twenty dollars can do a lot in the messy middle.
1: So here's what I feel like it's 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 like, right? So you're let's say you're driving in the middle of nowhere, you look at the gas tank, you say, I should have or I should stop for gas soon. You thought you had enough to go, and you find yourself out of fuel in the middle of nowhere. So now you have to walk to the next exit, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Halfway through that walk, you were like why am I walking this far for gas? Oh, because I want gas so I can go back and put it in my car so I can go to the place I was actually trying to get to in the first place. Mm. It's that that that's that's what the messy middle feels like to me. Is like if I stop here in the middle of nowhere, it's hot outside. What do I have left to do? Yeah. Oh, well, finish so I can get to where I really want to go.
0: I think something you said in in that story, that analogy is is really profound, which is it usually happens when we've hit the end of our own resources. Yeah, like the the gas in the tank is gone. And we have to start getting creative. We have to start asking for help. We have to look for the other resources. And the most important resource in the middle of it is motivation. And that's really the heart of what we're going to be talking about today.
1: So you can banish distractions, get the right stuff done, and finally start loving Mondays. I'm Verbs, here with Courtney Baker and Blake Stratton. Happy Monday to you
2: all. Happy Monday unto you, Mr. Verbs. Happy
0: Monday! That was a deep breath right there. That was a big sigh.
1: (laughs) It was a messy sigh. You know what?
0: That is probably, yeah, I think it is the sigh. I probably in the in the messy middle of a goal of just, you know, what have have I gotten myself into here?
2: That's right. You take a deep breath and then you're going to do these two strategies to get motivated again, Courtney. How's that for a transition? That
0: sounds great.
2: That sounds great, right? We've got two powerful strategies to reconnect with your why. Verbs, you want to hit us with the first strategy?
1: Sure. So strategy number one is to revisit your vision for who you'll become. Revisit your vision for who you'll become. And I think we say this uh, quite a bit on the podcast, just really looking at goal achievement as not just getting the stuff done, as we say on the intro all the time, but who do you really want to become in the process of that goal achievement journey? And so goals aren't just what we do, they're who we become. And so it's important to revisit the vision of your future self. Right. I'm out of gas in the middle of nowhere. I have a destination I want to get to. And if my only resource is walking that extra two miles to the gas station to get back to my vehicle to go there, then that may be what it's going to take to actually accomplish it. So it helps you show up in the world differently when you revisit who you want to become and you have. That as we call Blake, uh, not as we call you, Blake, but as you refer to it as your future self, we hop into DeLorean, go to the future to remind ourselves where we <laughs> want to go.
2: Yeah. I remember going after this goal when I was working in sales. And if you're listening and you work in sales, you know that that road is is paved by rejection moments and moments where you've got to reconnect with motivation and a, and a why. And I remember my most successful year was when I took this strategy to heart verbs because I got clear on who I want to become. And I started doing this thing I, I now call like a, a scene of success visualization. And I, I can remember in between sales calls, like I've had, you know, a couple of appointments. Oh, I thought this deal was going to happen. It doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. And then I start looking, start doing the math in my head going, I don't think I can hit my goal this month. If I don't hit my goal this month, I, I won't hit it for the year. And then and on and on this you know that. Type of thinking and energy is only going to tear down my productivity and the likelihood that I'll make progress. And so, in that moment, I I remember I started to pause and just take two minutes, five minutes, literally just close my eyes and go in that Delorean, so to speak, verbs, but to imagine, okay, what's it going to be like when I'm on the other side here? How am I going to celebrate with my friends or with my family when? You know, we've hit this goal with my team. What is my boss going to say to me? You know, Blake, I I see you have done this and this and this. And actually just get familiar with that reality, even if it's mental, even if it's in my imagination. Revisiting that vision is so powerful. I highly encourage you to do that if you're in sales uh, or if you're just in the messy middle right now.
0: I think that's such a good word. And I also want to remind you, when you wrote your goal, if you used your goal detail pages – You've actually already done the work here. You've mm-hmm. put in your motivation for, you know, why you want to run that half marathon. You know, maybe maybe it is you just want to cross the finish line, but it may be that, hey, I want to be a healthier person this year. I want to be stronger than I was Last year, I want to be able to show up for my grandkids in a way I haven't previously. There could be a, a, a thousand different reasons, but you've actually already done the work. If you use those pages, you know, it, it may be time to just revisit those and maybe revisit them often, um, while you're in this season.
2: So the first strategy, revisit your vision for who you'll become, flip back to those goal goal detail pages, remember why you're doing all this. Strategy number two, remember what's at stake, remember what's at stake. So this is an interesting take because we just in strategy one, Courtney and Verbs, we talked about, well, here's these benefits, here's what -hmm. it's going to be like, here's who I will become. But this strategy, we're sort of looking at, well, what's the cost? What's the cost if I stay exactly where I am? If I don't make progress, if I don't get over the hump here and reach this goal, what is truly at stake?
0: Yeah, and I, I think right out of the gate, I want to be clear that we, we don't want you to be driven by fear. You know, that's not a great right. state to be. But what we do want to help you understand how the cost – Can help us keep moving forward. Again, not out of fear, but just acknowledging, okay, if I don't finish this out, if I don't get to where I'm aspiring to be, what will that mean? And I think sometimes we don't really think that all the way through. You know, it may be a simple, hey, if I don't hit this health goal, you know, I may have trouble keeping up with my kids the way that I want to, or I may not be ready for that big hiking trip that we want to do next year. Or it may be the cost of a failure to meet a career goal. You know, the cost of that might be the inability to move into the type of career that you want to have or that dream job that you know is on the horizon if you can hit certain milestones. So again, it's more not driven out of here, but of acknowledgement that there is a cost um, when we... Decide in the messy middle that, you know, like, eh, I'm gonna piece out on this goal.
3: Well, you probably know the benefits of the compound effect of small actions through daily habits. But the biggest question is where are those habits leading you? Well, without a clear destination, it's really challenging to stay on course and keep up your motivation. So how do you decide which habits to prioritize in any given day, month, or even year? Well, the answer is a life plan. We here at Full Focus have created Life Focus, which is a brand new gamified approach to life planning. Each Life Focus kit comes with 11 card decks to help you define your personal mission, identify your personal values, describe your desired future, and determine your next steps including the key milestones and essential habits to help you achieve your plan. By the end of this fun and easy process, you won't just have a vision for your life. You'll have the next steps and habits to pursue a life of greater direction, growth, and purpose. And right now, just for being a listener of Focus on This, we are giving you 15% off our Life Focus Kit and our course. So just go to fullfocus.co slash LifeFocus, and use the code FOT15 to get started.
0: Hey guys, I am here with Valeria Gary, one of our Full Focus Planner Certified Pros. And out of gate, first of all, welcome to the show. Will you tell everybody a little bit about who you are and what type of clients you work with?
4: Sure. So again, I'm Valeria. I'm a speech language pathologist in the Atlanta area specializing in Parkinson's disease, but I'm also a behavior change coach and a full focus planner certified pro. As far as with the planner, the main populations I work with are early career professionals and mid career professionals, uh, particularly healthcare professionals. So helping them to like really kind of you know, navigate the healthcare system. Yeah, create goals, clarify the goals, and with the mid-career, helping people to either make a shift, the specialties if they start getting burned out with what they're doing, but they can't retire yet. You know that, that balancing the work life when you're a, part of the sandwich generation. Yeah. So those are my my two main areas.
0: Well, when did you start using the full focus planner?
4: I started using it in 2018. A colleague of mine was using one in a meeting. I was like, "What's that? I want one of those." Just the aesthetics. I don't even know anything about the system, but the aesthetics is what got me, and then I've been using it ever since
0: that is amazing yeah. I'm curious was there something so it was just like hey that's a pretty planner as you dove into it what was your kind of favorite thing out of the gate
4: out of the gate the weekly preview and it's still my favorite thing I thrive on the weekly preview I love that um and I mean, even just like the the daily big three was not something I was doing prior to using the planner so that has really helped me narrow things down because I have like a multitude of side gigs. I do a bazillion different things. And that just helps me to rein everything in. So I'm not overwhelmed or I'm not like forgetting half the things I'm actually supposed to do.
0: That I can only imagine juggling all those different things that without a tool to help you kind of clarify and really have a process for figuring out what you need to approach next, you know, it wouldn't be possible.
4: Right. Yes, that's awesome. Yeah, and definitely, and the streak tracker too. That keeps me keeps me going.
0: That's awesome. Well, tell us. We love to hear about tips and tricks from some of our professionals, people that you know are really expert at using this system. What's your favorite tip or trick or thing that your clients use?
4: So, for the clients, definitely the streak tracker. Because when we think about goal attainment, it's all about behavior change. And it's, it's those small things we do, those actionable steps every day that leads us to that. So somebody might come to me and they might have a goal to get a promotion. And we look at, okay, what are the control levels? So with my um, of the coaching that I receive, there's something called the sphere of control. There's some things we have total control over, some control or no control. So we look at, okay, promotion, you really don't have control. You have influence, but not control. You might have some control on getting on a project, um, and we can create goals and, and activities towards getting onto projects that might lead to that promotion. But total control would be, for example, like learning a new skill, and then how can we make that a, a habit, like to spend 15 minutes a day reading research journals or watching portions of webinars so that by the end of the month, you've gone through a certain number of webinars to get these skills or additional certifications. Uh, so I, I definitely use the streak Tracker a lot uh, with, with the clients that I see.
0: I love that. And even you talking through spheres of control, I think is a really powerful tool, even when you're thinking about your daily big three or like your day to day. Because I feel like so many times I hear from clients that are, they have something they want to achieve, but they haven't really used that methodology to figure out what the things are that they can actually control. Is that something you hear? you know, frequently from people?
4: Yes. And also sometimes, you know, people have, they they see big three and they think it's got to be big. It's got to be like this, you know, huge thing. And so I really try to stress the importance of those those small daily actions because, you know, the more successful we are, the more successful we believe we can be. So it's Mm self-efficacy. So we can just have like some days where it's like, oh, I checked off my big three and maybe that big three was just you know, sending an email to someone in the field that has information that you want. Like that's a huge accomplishment and that can get you towards your goal. It it doesn't mean that you've written your own research paper um, on that particular day.
0: Yeah, that is really profound. And I don't know that we've ever talked about it in that context around the daily big three. I, I think we've talked some about sometimes you only have to have a daily big one. But I think so many times, even in my own usage, you know, it might be that I've got a day full of meetings. And so my daily big three aren't always big things because there's actually not space to achieve big things in that day. Sometimes they are pretty small things, but they are important things because they move something forward or um, they're just the next step in the process. So that when I get to a time where I've got bigger spaces to achieve things, I've got all the ducks in a row to actually get some deep work done.
4: Yes. In fact, one time, one of my big threes was to write a review on a, it was a healthcare podcast that was pretty new out. And I was like, Oh, this is a great podcast. And they were giving, doing like a giveaway, um, a, a drawing. So I was like, Okay, I'm going to do that. And I, I did that. And then I ended up establishing a relationship with the owner of the, the podcast. And then she built this business and I'm actually working with her. So that one thing led me to, you know, one of my side gigs that yeah. I have.
0: It is so interesting how sometimes we get stuck with a goal or a weekly big three. And when we really just take the time to say, what is the next thing I need to do? So many times we don't take the time to do that. And so we just stay Mm -hmm. stuck. And sometimes it's a tiny thing that could Mm -hmm. certainly be a daily big three that moves us forward. Something as easy as like writing a review for this person or, or making a call to ask you know, do you know someone that does X, you know, (laughs) sometimes Mm -hmm. it's something really small. I love that. So the tip being, Hey, it doesn't have to be huge to hit your daily big three.
4: I love that. Exactly. Yes.
0: Any other tips, tricks, hacks you want to share?
4: Yes. So with the weekly preview on the weekly calendar thing, Oh, one of the things I have my clients do sometimes is like at the end of the day, just kind of write a sentence like, who was I today? So maybe like, like for me, like I'm, I'm an athlete. I'm a professional in the healthcare system. I'm a private practice owner. So some days it's like, oh, today I was an athlete. Like I ate to, to, to fuel my body. I didn't put a lot of junk in there. I exercised, you know. Other days, maybe I, like I was really the business owner today. I, I didn't exercise, but I did knock some things out. Some days I'm like the the self care queen, and I you know I relaxed and maybe you know got a massage, went to therapy. Other days I'm the fun girl. I you know I ate a lot of Mexican food, watch you know Netflix. And so, and all of those are fine. Like, the, There's nothing wrong with any of those identities, but then what happens is we look back over the month and if we see a lot of fun girl, fun girl, fun girl, fun girl self-care, and yet there's a competition, athletic competition that, that next month, we know that th- that's not lining up. So if we decide like, Ooh. who do we want to be? Like, and is that goal still you know, in alignment or are the behaviors going to need to change from that?
0: I love that. We We've talked a lot about how, You know, especially in the business world, we don't really think of ourselves like we're performing, you know, or that we're we're really our version of professional athletes. We're professional business people. And so, you know, an athlete, you would again, to your point of like, if you looked back on the days before the big game and they were out every night, fun girl, fun girl, fun girl, Mm
4: -hmm. (laughs) you you wouldn't
0: expect them to perform very well for that big game. But we don't really do the same thing for ourselves in the performance in our roles. And I think that's a really creative way to look at how you are preparing yourself, how you're setting yourself up for success to Pursue your goals, the things that you've established are important for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. If you're somebody out there and you're thinking, hey, I would love to work with somebody like Valeria, you can find all of our Full Focus Planner certified pros at fullfocus.co/slash directory. You also can find them in our community on Facebook. So definitely reach out to them, get some help utilizing the system in your life, and really, the idea is that they can help you fast forward applying this in your own context. Valeria, it's been so nice to have you today. Thanks for joining us.
4: Thanks for having me.
1: All right, we're coming to today's tip to level up your focus. And we're going to do something just a little bit different today. Normally, we ask you to do something after you listen to the podcast. But today we're going to ask you to do something while you are listening to the podcast. So think of a goal right now that you may be you might be in that that messy middle moment. Um, you feel stuck. You don't know where to go from here. But well, get that goal in your mind and now spend the next 60 seconds envisioning who you'll become by completing that goal.
0: If you find yourself in the messy middle and really needing a moment to reconnect to your why, commit to your goals again, and maybe even think about how to make them more visible as you continue to pursue them, we have a free download for your 2023 goals. It's totally free. You can download it at fullfocus.co slash download. Just look for the 2023 goals.
1: Thank you for joining us on Focus on This.
0: This is the most productive podcast on the internet, so share it with your friends and don't forget to join us over in the Full Focus Planner community on Facebook. We'll be back next Monday with another great episode. Until then, stay Stay stay
2: focused. focused.